Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Danimonium Podcast. I think I'm going to do the whole episode as, as Cleveland, you know, from Family Guy. Uh, and also the lesser known show, it was my own show, The Cleveland Show. Just kidding. Welcome back everybody. It's been a little while since I uh, put down the last track. Approximately November 17th, and uh, I do have to apologize in advance. I am getting over being sick. It's really just lingering around, and uh, not to mention I haven't done this in over a month, so I'm a little rusty here. Uh, But happy to get back on the mic and talk about some shit. What the fuck is going on? Hope everybody had an excellent Thanksgiving, November 28th. Uh, Spending time with the family, eating that turkey. ODing on tryptophan. Got some green bean casserole, mashed taters. Probably got some bread rolls. Maybe you guys are rocking with the cran- canned cranberry. I don't know. I don't eat that garbage. But uh, fried cauliflower, man, it's all such good stuff. And it's kind of interesting now. My, uh, you know, between uh, my sisters and my nieces and nephews and uh, birthdays and the family and everything. Um, we have so many birthdays and we get together so much cause we all live, uh, right within the same area, which is awesome. Uh, I love getting together with the family and whatnot. Um, but we started combining like holidays and birthdays. So there was uh, Thanksgiving. We were celebrating one of my, uh, niece's birthdays and also Thanksgiving. So that was really cool. And then for Christmas, uh, we're going to be celebrating uh, a my sister's birthday, uh, one of her sons, so my nephew's birthday, as well as one of my niece's birthdays, uh, all on Christmas Eve, but it's going to be great. Uh, it always, uh, you know, helps out to kind of combine these events anyways when you got so many in such a short amount of time. Uh, so cool, and I hope everybody, uh, let's see, so that was the 28th. Um, I had plans to actually do a uh, podcast with a guest spot on December 7th, um, but I had, a, I had to reschedule that because I had a uh, spontaneous uh, motivation for travel. <laughs> so December 6th, uh, which was, uh, what was it, the first Friday, I think, in December? So, yeah, we had the the first Friday. I had an installation uh, for my work in Chicago, so I was doing a little bit of driving. It was a nice day. I was getting out. I was feeling the fresh air, you know? And I'm like, man, I haven't gotten out of state all year. Uh, Travel is something that I really want to do more of, and, you know, rarely do I give myself the opportunity. So sometimes it's not even about scheduling because I'm bad at that and taking time off and especially uh, when uh, you know work is busy like I can't take the time so in my travels I just had a spontaneous uh, intuition and uh, desire to do some traveling so I started to think you know do I go five hours away where do I go Uh, What do I do? It's going to be a short trip, but I got the weekend and then also the beginning of the week was very slow. So I had a little bit of time, just a few days, you know, three, four days. Um, 
I had a uh, longtime friend and a uh, old business partner that uh, uh, just recently moved to Asheville, North Carolina, and that is a state and a town that I have never been in. Thought it would be very cool, so I started looking it up. How long does it take to drive there? Um, I've already looked up the area previously earlier this year. And, uh, yeah, it's just a place I wanted to visit. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, it's a 10-hour drive. I'm going to drive out there. I've I've done a 10-hour drive before. It's not my first time doing an extended road trip, uh, you know, especially driving by myself. Sometimes it can be a little tedious, but you just power through, you, you know, you just forward motion you keep going before you know you went 100 miles 200 300 400 (laughs) 500 600 uh what was it about 600 just over 600 maybe uh 650 675 675 miles that is but yeah so i uh had decided to take this trip and head out saturday morning i left about 7 30 in the morning from where I'm at, with a 10-hour drive, it put me there about, uh, I think it was like, well, I actually lost an hour or two, so it was maybe 7.30, about 7 o'clock, 7.15-ish. Uh, so, you know, maybe almost 12-hour drive. Well, with the hour difference, of course. So, driving into the future, I lost an hour. Uh, but while I was there, so I got there Saturday evening, um, met up with uh, my friend. I had a place to stay, so it kept it uh, very doable as far as expense and, you know, keeping costs down and stuff like that. So that was just another factor that made the trip a no-brainer to get out and just, you know, for a few hundred bucks, see a different state, hang out for a few days. Um, But we went out and uh, uh, that evening to just have some drinks uh, shortly after I arrived. And went to a speakeasy. It's pretty cool. Uh, North Carolina's got a, a bunch of speakeasies, and um, which is a little strange. So my friend was telling me that uh, down there, if if you sell liquor but you don't sell food, then it's you you almost have to be like you have to create a membership. So they sell memberships for one dollar because they don't sell food but they sell alcohol. So as long as you're a member then it makes it okay to uh, participate in the festivities of, of the speakeasies. So there's a BS $1 uh, membership fee, basically, and you can, as long as you're a member, you can invite other people and as guests and things like that. Uh, but it was a nice place, very interesting. They had some amazing drinks on this menu. But uh, I have, it was like the uh, El Diablo or something like that. I forget what was in it. I don't even know the name of the uh, the uh, establishment. But I had a few drinks and then went out to a uh, barbecue place not far from the downtown. It's all within walking distance. Nice little downtown area. That's apparently, from what I understand, split up into like a north, south, east, west. And then you got different, uh, you know, in each each of those, I'll call them quadrants of uh, the downtown area, you know, supply a little bit different experience depending on where you're at. So I didn't have all the time to uh, explore all of that, all of those details and whatnot, but it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Um, Had some good barbecue and then just a relaxing evening. 
you know, after a 10, 11 hour drive, it's a little, you don't feel like driving and uh, doing too much. It kind of wears you down. But uh, overall, it was pretty easy, pretty doable. Um, yeah, and then uh, let's see, what did we do? That was Saturday evening, went out uh, Sunday, saw the Blue Ridge Parkway, uh, which is a very scenic route that has a lot of different pull-offs. Uh, you can go hiking, you can pull off, take some photos, um, you know, just kind of soak in the mountains and the scenery. But it's, again, from what I understand, just a, uh, it's called Blue Ridge Parkway. Uh, I don't know if it ends in Asheville, North Carolina, or if it actually extends past that, but I think it goes from Asheville to um, the city in Ohio, and it just follows the ridge of the mountains. <coughs> ah, excuse me. It's damn cold, man. Sorry, I just had a, a sip of some water there. But, um, yeah, Blue Ridge Parkway, man. We didn't go too far, but there's, uh, you know, tunnels. We took a little bit of, uh, stopped at some of the pull-off uh, areas and, you know, took some photos and things like that. And it's just, it, it's cool seeing that different perspective and uh, just being in a different area. Uh, to me, it just feels good. It's almost like uh, necessary for me, and I don't do it enough. But then, uh, yeah, so, you know, just had a few days out there. It was pretty cool. Started driving back Tuesday morning, so I was out there Saturday evening, Sunday, all day Monday, and then started uh, heading back early in the morning about uh, 7.30. Driving back in time, back back to the past, uh, one hour, one hour back. So that was December 7th on uh, Saturday. Started driving back Tuesday the 10th and uh, kind of started getting sick after that. Had to get back into the work zone, into the uh, normal daily grind and, you know, uh, pick up pick up where I left off uh, before I had left. And I've been sick since all last week. Uh, last Sunday, the 15th was the worst. Uh, and then I had work to do all last week, 16th through the 20th, Monday through Friday. And uh, felt like shit the whole time, but powered through, uh, got through that, and now we got Christmas coming up. We got the uh, Tuesdays, Christmas Eve, and then obviously Wednesday, the 25th, Christmas Day. Hope everybody's looking forward to it. I still didn't get my shopping done. How fucking stupid is that like I, I put myself in this spot every year and uh, I actually attempted to go out a few times had to grab a few things and I'm like uh, should I get some of these things done but it was so crazy that it stops me from going out I just I don't want to do it yeah people are pretty fucked up out there man yeah you know fucking listen to Cleveland I know what I'm talking about fool <laughs> There's something that I've wanted to do for the past two and a half years, and that was uh, file for a passport to do some travel, like real travel, not just the states are cool. Like there's a lot to be seen, a lot of different areas to go to. It's there's a lot of lot of stuff, but I've never been out of the country, and I think that would be an amazing experience. So I finally 
it really took me no time. I went to Walgreens, got myself a passport photo, then scheduled an appointment with the post office that day for the following day, afternoon. Went there, had all the paperwork, all the documentation. It literally took me like 15 minutes. Um, so I don't know why it took me two and a half years, but uh, now I got to wait about, uh, what, six to eight weeks, should get the passport, and then I'm free to do some international travel uh, for 2020. I'm starting to make plans, starting to think about it, trying to come up with a plan because this is not something that you can really spontaneously do as much as I like to do that. It's cool for the states and driving around and taking a quick trip, but... Uh, not really feasible for international travel. So uh, I have yet to uh, decide exactly the days, the location, where I'm going, and uh, certain other details, but uh, it's going to be awesome. I want to try to make it to at least three different places, Um, you know, just throwing a number out there. I'd like to get out there six, seven times, but we'll see what is possible. Anything's possible, right? Fuck it. Plan it, do it, live it, experience it, come back, plan again, do it. I want to get another guest spot on here. Uh, I think that would be very cool. You know, just trying to get back into the swing of things. So I appreciate you guys even checking out this podcast. Um, I hope you guys are getting out there, doing some traveling, uh, enjoying spending time with the family. So I threw a post out there in the social media internet tubes referring to the cannabis legalization in the state of Illinois. As of January 1st, it is legal to purchase for recreational use, and medical has already been a uh, component to that for probably a few years now, but now for recreational as well. So congratulations, Illinois. You finally stepped up to the plate. And uh, just like all these other states should, and part of the problem, right, is the federal classification of the, quote, controlled substance. Uh, What is it, a class one or something like that? It's something in the same classification as cocaine, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know, it's so ridiculous. It's it. I won't even get into details, but hey, we we got some some things, uh, you know, that are happening in Illinois. Um, So I threw a post out there. Anybody want to start a pot shop? Because I think there's high profits to be made. You know, I was telling a buddy, like, you know, it's like there's going to be a demand for it. I know that uh, with taxes and, you know, the cost of uh, production and, and certainly... In re- especially in referring to Illinois, the taxes that will come with those purchases because they can tax it, especially in Crook County. And I don't even know if they're going to sh- um, sell it in Cook County like Chicagoland. Um, not really sure. I thought I heard something or read something about uh, Cook County not really approving it for the purchase of I I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Crook County sucks. But the federal issues and the classification uh, need to be readdressed. They need to be brought into the modern-day fucking world 
and just accept the fact that it's not as bad as it was made out to be in the smear campaigns back in the day uh, with the reefer madness and all that crazy BS. Um, you know, and it, it's a it's a tricky and a messy situation because then you got the uh, the offenders that are in for small time, you know, misdemeanor, and then you got people that are you know incarcerated for small time offenses and uh, pot and stuff like that. But you know, one of the things that also has to be recognized is one. Uh, changing the federal classification and also allowing banks and uh, government agencies to facilitate money because it's not a great way to process. Not only that, they're losing out. Credit card companies aren't making their cut in the cannabis purchases. Uh, banks aren't receiving funds and being able to f- finance, um, you know, uh, hold money. It's <laughs> it's so crazy. It's such a mess. Um, but at least the states are making their way to, um, you know, at least decriminalizing and or uh, accepting the medical use and then eventually the recreational use. And so that's uh, federally things have to change. And two, they got to get their taxes and their pricing correct because if you're going to be more expensive than what you can get on the street like why the hell would you even bother going to a store you know is it going to be you know what are you going to buy a joint for like $15 when you can get it from your guy for like five And it's comparable, but the uh, medical as well as the, you know, legal aspect of just having good bud is the the cleanliness of it, you know, the controlled uh, environment and basically the guarantee that you're not ingesting and consuming pesticides and other potentially harmful contaminants um, but and or car- carcinogens. Um, but no, man, they got to figure that out. The states have to figure it out. They have to figure it out federally. And uh, the shops have to make sure that they're in a competitive market with the, the black market because, it's you know, it might sound funny, but in reality, that's what has to go down. Needless to say, nobody wanted to invest in a pot shop uh, because it is, one, very difficult to get into. There's a $5,000 application fee. Um, you need to show, apparently, you know, with a few years of uh, finances and probably millions of dollars to back the operation and factoring, okay, for the first two years, you might not have a profit. So you need to, uh, in order to be approved, you got to have a lot of money, it seems. So it's not something that's really feasible for me, but uh, hey, that would be fun. That'd be cool. And there's other avenues that can be uh, broken off from that. I mean, it doesn't have to be the sale of cannabis itself, but maybe, you know, a headshot. Maybe sell some some pipes, you know what I mean? Pipe cleaners. Uh, different uh, smoking utensils. Uh, maybe bongs. You know, how many people are going to build, like, cabinets and, you know, like... Uh... <laughs> Was that movie half baked? 
you know, where they're like, hey, we're going to smoke. And then they got the the whole cabinet with the bongs and different pipes. And, you know, they got different names for it, like Wesley Pipes. And uh, it's like a whole ritual. How many people are going to start implementing, like replacing their china cabinets with all the fine china <laughs> into bongs and pipes and uh, smoking utensils, hookahs? Uh, it's good shit. Good shit. A changing of the times. Uh, slowly in that regard, but uh, regardless, the changing of the times for sure. So, yeah, that's about it, I think. You know, it's um, there's a few things in North Carolina. Uh, Asheville specifically, if you get a chance to visit and, you know, it's kind of like wintertime, so it's probably a hundred times nicer if the trees are full and then especially in the fall when you have the changing of the colors down the Blue Ridge Parkway is probably amazing. But if you do get a chance to travel to Asheville, North Carolina, um, there's a few things that are pretty cool. You'll see, uh, if you do any online searching, you'll see the Biltmore Mansion, which is crazy. I guess it's like 100 or $120 per person to go in there and get a, a guided tour around the place. And I was like, really? 120 bucks to see a mansion? But when I saw the pictures online, it is pretty fucking amazing. Um, obviously, it's a mansion. It's pretty extravagant, but... Uh, there was something about it that when you see those photos, you're just like, ugh. You know, it it actually justified, I think, paying 120 bucks for a tour one day, you know? Seen some cool shit. A mansion that's been around for a long time. I don't know the history behind it, but there's got to be something to it. And uh, the downtown areas are pretty cool. Definitely, you know, there's plenty of uh, things to do and bars and people walking around and uh, restaurants close by shopping you know little shopping stores um, one of the things that's really cool about the town is they don't allow a lot of like chain stores of course you can have a, a Starbucks on every other corner there might be 15 20 Starbucks within Asheville alone um, and of course why the, why the hell not anywhere where you can sell a five six dollar coffee ah fuck it you know a name like starbucks six dollar coffee who knows if you get a uh el grande vente uh crappuccino it might cost you 15 bucks who knows i don't i don't fucking know but they don't like a lot of chain stores so it's a lot of independent um you know owner operator kind of uh, uh it, it's cool it's cool i like the aspect of not having uh, the same thing everywhere you turn um, so that's pretty interesting uh, I went on a it was a comedy like bus guided tour um, but it was a comedy tour on a bus la zoom or something like that and uh, they have uh, ghost tours in the Asheville area they got uh, I don't know what the ghost and paranormal activity um, or and or history is like in Asheville. I didn't do that, but th I thought the comedy bus tour was going to be pretty cool because I do like comedy. And then to figure out a little bit of the history behind Asheville, you know, driving around in this crazy looking bus. 
and uh, the guy was pretty entertaining. It was uh, uh, the tour guide and, um, you know, funny. Some aspects, I didn't know what was true and what was not true, but uh, I kind of differentiated between when he was joking and, you know, elaborating on a story, And um, but that was about an hour. I try to stay away from those touristy, overly touristy um, attractions because they end up being pretty cheesy. You know, it's best to just go out, have a good time, you know, maybe just not even really plan it. Just say, hey, I know there's stuff downtown, and uh, how about we just start walking? We pop in a few places. You don't know what you're going to get, you know? You know, not everything has to be planned. Like, I think some of the most fun stuff ends up being more on a spontaneous level. So give it a shot. Give it a shot. Take your worries and inhibitions and just fucking, you know, let that be lifted from your shoulders and uh, be open to explore new experiences, new places, and on a very uh, spontaneous level. Who the fuck knows? It, it might be the greatest time that you ever have. Um, Asheville wasn't the greatest time for me, but it was it was a great getaway. It um, it got me out. It started changing my perspective. It was two days. I was driving ten hours, you know, there and back. Um, they are the some. They were some of the easiest long trips that I've taken over all my years of taking trips driving. All I did was put on a podcast, and if my brain is occupied, then it's all good. Like, I I don't get bored. Um, you know, the time goes by faster. Like I said, before you know it, you're 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 miles out. And, um, you know, I almost talked myself out of that trip that morning, just saying, oh, it's such a long drive. Do you really want to get started? I just got out of bed because I already made the decision that it was something that I was going to do. So I got out of bed that morning, uh, got ready, got in the vehicle, and started driving. And I'm so glad that I did it. I'm so glad that I did it. Because because I did it. So I think I'm going to end on that note. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in to the Demonium Podcast. I yeah, hope you enjoyed this one and keep an eye out for the next one. Uh, try to make it. Uh, uh, Dan, you want to step in? Yep. <clears throat> ah, excuse me. Uh, hopefully that I have another podcast in the next uh, you know week or so. It is the holidays. It's Christmas. But now that I've got everything hooked up again and um got this uh i'll call it a practice episode it's a christmas special you son of a bitch it's the christmas special everybody put your mariah carry on and uh rock out with your c's out all right i think that's it uh have a great christmas have a great holiday if i don't put another track down have a great new year uh make 2020 something special um it is just another year we're not uh you know we're not defined by our years um but we are defined by our actions and um you know so just be a good person make some goals for 2020 
and uh, do something different than you've ever done before. Pick up a hobby, start working out. Who the fuck knows? Um, Do what you do. All right. Take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon.